welcome to the ep- to episode 106 of the Ninja Mountain Podcast, the podcast for artists and by artists. Ninja Mountain is a loose collective of fantasy sci-fi artists who like to talk about the art and business of freelance illustration. Ninja Mountain is a proud member of the Visual Artist Podcast Network. And on our panel this week, we have Sokar Miles. At goreblamey.com. Eric Lofgren. At ericlofgren.net. Patrick McAvoy. At megaflowgraphics.com. And I am Jeremy McHugh, and I can be found at McHughStudios.com. And, uh, well, guys, you know, we had a few, uh, we had some listener questions that came in over the last couple of weeks. And uh, now we're all more or less, at least I'm rested after Gen Con. And got caught up on some things. Let's, uh, let's take our first uh, question. This is from Jan. And Jan writes Hi, Jan. Hey, Jan. <laughs> Jan's oh, the man. He's the man. Oh, mighty. Jan's the man. With the plan. Stop riffing on the poor man's name. <laughs> okay. Dear hey, God. Jan's a friend of the show. I know. Yes, that's true. Big friend. So he can take so Razzing. So we can make fun of him. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> let's just devote the next. people to be our friends. Let's just devote the <laughs> yeah. next five minutes to just I'll totally. There we go. Oh, mighty ninja. That really is the plural, as Andy mentioned recently. Yes, I know it is the plural, Neon. So he's a pedantic dude. No. I, I refuse to accept that because I think we've created our own definition of ninja. We aren't night stalking warriors of death. We're sort of. We're behind know, the art, scenes, freelance we're creatives. Art warriors of death. And so it's a totally different word. That's right. We're ninjas. Exactly. We're westernizing well, is it, is it. Not ninja. No, it's not Ninjai. No, we're not Latinizing it. What's wrong with you? Oh. It's a dead language, man. It's a dead language. Kind of like your breath. Ooh. (laughs) Snap. No sense. Okay. It makes makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. Okay. So anyway, plural ninjas. Let's go. So so we, we maintain, of course, that ninjas is correct for purposes of this podcast. Exactly. I have a question for you, maybe to discuss on a podcast, much like maybe this one. We've got one. Yeah, we got one of those. You have a schedule filled with the normal stuff. You'll be doing small internal illustrations for the next few weeks, or something like that, and suddenly a wild client appears, offering you a job that sounds am- just amazing. A well-paid cover, a poster, stuff you're really in- you really enjoy doing, and they need it tomorrow, ideally yesterday. What do you do? I'm not even suggesting dropping the previously planned work, but how do you deal with the grief and disappointment? Or do you go superhuman and somehow paint an awesome cover in a few days in addition to all the internals? Saying, no, sorry, too busy at the moment is easy to the, easy to the work you don't really want all that much, but this... Well, you make up a lie and you tell it to the less important client. But it has to be a really good lie. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't, Make don't sure you, take, you tell all your friends <laughs> okay. so you have an that alibi. Was, that was like monumentally bad advice. Don't do that because I was just kidding. Man. That's I'm like you were the – you were the – in grade school, you were probably the kid who warned her best friend just to tell the teacher that the dog did it. <laughs> you know what I once said? I once walked in like – Half an hour late, and I said that my mom ate the bus. <laughs> <laughs> How did that work? That was really um, quick thinking. It, 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 mm-hmm. it, it didn't work. And the, the, the teacher, I, he just ignored it at the time, and I thought I got away with it. 
but then after class he was like, oh, by the way, so car, don't go anywhere. And I knew I was in shit. Deep of the variety of shit, yeah. Oh, someone's ringing in. I expect we shall soon hear an English accent. Hi there. It is Ralph. Ralph? Ralph! Hello. (laughs) Wow, we haven't had one of those in a while. Yes, it's a Ralph sighting. Woohoo! Hi, Ralph. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Sighting. This is like we just saw somebody puke. <laughs> yeah, we had doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, we are very seriously answering Jan's question regarding uh, what to do when faced with the conundrum of a really exciting project, but it might cause you to have to default on a smaller project if you uh, accept it. Yeah, it comes mm. along, right, when you're in the middle of something else. What do yeah, you do? Yeah, it always, it always happens that way, doesn't it, really? Sure does. Well, it depends what the smaller project is, I guess. I mean, if it's someone you've got a good working relationship with and you know that they've uh, usually got some flexibility built into your deadlines, then um, you ask them very nicely for an extension, I suppose. <laughs> He's always so sensible. Man! I like my suggestion better. <laughs> Sorry, was, no I kidding. was I being too serious there? We thought maybe you were going to come up with some <laughs> no, serpentine so, you know, tactic to just totally derail or, or do something, you know, something that happens in those squirm-worthy comedies. <laughs> but no. Now <laughs> you go and take too much ex- espresso or something and, I don't know, do something inappropriate. Yeah, see, I can't, I can't do your pro- – you, you call your previous people and you say, I can't do your project because I – I am having a gay wedding, or what is some other wacky? Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. A gay I, wedding is a terrible excuse because I, a wedding you would presumably have a lot of warning, and you'd have known about that. So that's no, I, I'm trying to think I, of something. I, I, I think is, no, I would actually sort of bad movie. <laughs> I was oh. going to interrupt here and say, actually, the thing is, you don't have to give a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, there's no, there's no, there's no um, evidence when you give a reason. If they ask, then that's one thing. But you know, I think you need you need to volunteer oh, that information. because no, it always sounds lame, doesn't it? It's always yeah. going to sound lame. No, you, 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 my, you my missed, mother, you my mother it. turned into a dog, <laughs> or I've transferred bodies with uh, <laughs> with an old school chum. Or yeah, I, I like the uh, I'm gay and I'm getting married to my best friend and and wackiness ensues. Come on, what are some of the others? <laughs> my car is more creative than the artwork you're my, doing. My car is talking to me <laughs> again. <laughs> again. You, oh. you missed you missed the stupid suggestion I had given Ralph, which gave this uh, kind of some context, which was make yeah. up a lie. Yes, <laughs> and that I, is I, something you. That is, that is like the anti-advice because that is something you would never ever do, yeah. ever for any reason if you want to work again. Yeah, here's the thing: if you if you if you go with one of Jan's suggestions, which is to go superhuman, that um, you do run a risk of of producing subpar work in that sub, in that circumstance. And if this is a client you've desperately wanted to work with, and you know that first impression, mm-hmm. it's kind of a very it's very important. So. It is very. I mean, it is very difficult. Those sort of things. It's one thing you've got no control over, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's timing on that sort of issues. It's it's one thing planning your own schedule and knowing that you can sort of fit things in. But yeah, yeah I'd like to leave myself time for mistakes, just in case. Or, or, or as always, you could fake a heart attack. 
like a heart attack. You know, just a little one. Not like not life ending, just, you know, a little one. Well, I think uh, well, I yeah, guess Oprah. I could add my two cents here. Sorry, I'm looking at artwork right now. <laughs> I, I would uh, what what I would do is I would talk to the first client and say I need an extension. Don't say why. Uh, you know, do your best. Most of the time, you're going to get uh, a favorable response uh, for me anyway. And um, and yeah, and then also go superhuman and and try and meet all those deadlines at the same time. Whoa. And you know, do do good job. <laughs> yeah. Be amazing. Be awesome. <laughs> Just whatever you yeah, do, just this is what yeah. we all get into this for. It's oh, going to yeah. happen. It, there's an old saying: it, it, it uh, you make hay when the sun shines, which means you're going to have a long period of drought, and then all of a sudden the sun's shining and you got all this work piling up on your desk. Well, that's why you got into this. So you know, no, actually, you know what? Up. I got into this so that I wouldn't have to do hard manual labor like making hay. <laughs> or going well, out you got it to meet shine, which is also bad. <laughs> well, what? What was that, Patrick? Or going out in the sunshine, which is also bad. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I there's mean, also that uh, it's feast or famine. Although, you know, ramen can be made available at very reasonable prices year-round. <laughs> ramen. Ramen. Mmm, ramen. No that's, no, that's what you're saying, what I'm saying, Jeremy. It's like uh, feast yeah. or famine, make hay when yeah. the sun shines. you gotta, you got to deal with it the best way you can and... and be uh, as honest as you can. Like, it might not want to say a better job has came up, come up that I'd rather be doing than what I'm doing for you right now. You don't want to do that, but you want to be uh, as you know uh, reasonable as possible, and at the same time, you know, stress your case as much as you can. And they're probably going to say, "Yeah, take a couple more weeks. That's fine." Otherwise, you're just going to have to do it all, or give up on the big, huge, giant job that you really want. Yeah, I, I guess in the, the last thing you, I guess, yeah, I mean, let's face it, the last thing you want to do it's is to burn your bridge uh, with the, it's the an client. It's an interesting uh, thing he's brought up there, because mm. it does happen to everybody. And it is always Silence. the thing you most wanted to do, isn't it? <laughs> and it comes up in the middle of the other thing that you've got to do. Sure, invariably. Invariably. Firstly, I get happy. It's you know, it's all this work, yay. <laughs> I'm at this stupid desk for like 12 hours a day anyway, so I might as well be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've come up with the best uh, sensible answers. And I think, uh, I think Patrick had some really fine suggestions for uh, you know, coming up with reasonable uh, excuses, if you really must. And uh, <laughs> marrying your gay friend from high school is a really good one. I like that one. Yeah, that's that's a classic. I, I think there've probably been four or five movies based on the that. O one. The only problem is, Patrick, <laughs> is invariably, should you play that card, the publisher's mm -hmm. gonna want to meet your, your lover. Well, exactly. And, and they're gonna bring they're, their own lover as you And they're gonna bring yeah, oh that's a good one, yeah. I like unbeknownst that. to you. They're gonna yeah. yeah, that's right. It's gonna be like a weekend at a camp. You know, some kind <laughs> log cabin by the lake. Now you got to spend an entire weekend with this person that you just lied to about. Uh, yeah. See? See? That's every single time that happens. So just remember, guys, you reap what you sow. You do. Yeah. Well, if you're, single, if you're single anyway, on. if you're single anyway, you could end up meeting the love of your life that way, and it would be such a That's romantic true. story. I was pretending to be gay to get out of... Um, doing some work, and I discovered I'm actually gay. I never even saw that angle. That is so beautiful. <laughs> actually, you know, that is that is a, a twist they've never used. That would be actually a really excellent movie. Never thought of that. Huh. They could just typecast Guy Pierce in the lead role. That's what they could do. 
I think we yeah. should uh, put put together a proposal. <laughs> Screenplay. <laughs> Patrick, you'll be the lead writer. <laughs> okay. Isn't that how it always ends when they when they do that? No. That, no? that was a I twist. See? I don't, I don't usually yeah, watch. That's a good one. That would right. actually that would actually be a payoff in one of those things. Huh. I've never watched a movie where people are pretending to be gay because it always seems uh-huh. like it's going to be a vehicle for really tasteless gay jokes. Well, and they, and they have that entire uh, TV series based on that with uh, John they did? Ritter. Uh, is that the same? John Ritter? Uh, uh, Three's Company. Oh, I've never Back seen that or heard of it. Oh, right, 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 right. It was this whole thing where there's this guy who's, uh, for some reason, got this cheap apartment with two uh, really hot woman roommates. <laughs> Only there's a room, there's a rule in the apartment that you, you I don't know, you, you have to be married or you can't have cohabitating living with people. And so he tells the landlord that he's gay so he can live with these women. And and then wackiness ensues for like ten years, however long that TV show was on. Patrick, did you ever imagine you would have to dissect and explain this show to somebody? No, and it's funny as I was talking about it, I hadn't even thought of that show for a decade. That was terrible. What it was actually about? Oh yeah, God, it was awful. Did you ever it, adjust when Don Knotts became the landlord? Were you well, able to adjust right, to that? Not, you yeah. know what? I never actually watched the show much. <laughs> I watched the show. I watched it a few times. and But I remember the like half of the jokes were the landlord gay bashing. They were all about, you know, being really, really crude and mean <laughs> to that guy. It was a I'm different something. time. Yeah. Huh. Well, now that we've dissected a popular 80s television show, we can move on. Yeah, uh, wasn't right. it a seventies television show? It was like late seventies, yeah, a decade or something. I think I was spared that that never got imported. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it did, yeah, and I missed it. Well, either way, I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't well, actually, sound like anything you want to see. There was see, a whole bunch it? of shows that came over here around then that were based on British. Actually, Man About the House isn't that what that was about? I don't know. Wasn't that I the name? Know. Of I've never seen uh, that. Yes, Man that's what it says here on Wikipedia. Yes. First of all, yes, it was 70s and 80s, 77 through 84. Jesus H. Christ. Uh, it's yeah, a remake of the British sitcom yeah. Man About the House. Uh, right. No, I never watched that, although I'm familiar with Neither it. Neither did I. I'd never even heard of it. Man About the House. Well, Jan, I hope this answers your question. <laughs> well, what's your question again? I don't remember. <laughs> what was, about what the was the premise company? of Beast Company? Is that exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. How do you write a screenplay that doesn't infringe on Three's Company? <laughs> <laughs> that was the question. It's this episode, really... We're going to call this episode Three's Company, Fourth is Ralph. There you go. <laughs> that doesn't really make Ralph sound very good. I don't know what it, I don't know what exactly it implies about Ralph, but oh, Ralph I don't know, makes maybe it awesome. He's like, Maybe he's, he's a, like some kind of voyeur. Or, or he's, <laughs> he's an interloper. <laughs> Well, you know, I got the next well, question here, and that is from Steph, um, whose website is sarahzero.com. And Steph writes, 
I love Ninja Mountain, and I've listened to all 104 episodes so far. Great show, and congrats on your 100th, and we are all collectively blushing. Thank you. Yay. Uh, for a future podcast, a.k.a. this one, I have a few questions about online payments. I want to start offering commissions through my site, but I have no idea how to get started. I have an old PayPal account circa 2005 that's, go- that's gone largely unused. I'm not sure whether this is sufficient or whether I should sign up for a newer, specific type of account to handle certain price points. What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of getting paid online? What I think the, Patrick should answer this one. Yeah. Well, what are the yeah. experiences that have worked best for the ninjas? And this this question this it's a question of many parts, so maybe we'll just kind of tackle this in pieces here. So why don't we start okay. with that? What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of getting paid online? What are the experiences that you have that have worked best for the ninjas? Patrick, like you've been doing a lot more um private commissions and have you been taking payments yeah. online via PayPal oh, absolutely. for instance? Yeah. Uh, only, only, only payments online. Uh, really, uh, <laughs> I, I offer taking a check, but nobody's paid with one yet. It's all been through PayPal, which is fantastic. Pay- PayPal really mm-hmm. works well. People can pay mm. with their uh, pay with their credit card if they want. You know, they don't have to uh, do anything at all. <laughs> you know, they just click a button and wham, they're paying either with their credit card or through their PayPal account. So, uh the only, you know, minor drawback to PayPal of course is that they take out a little bit of money in some circumstances when you get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh but really that's worth it. Uh they even handle the um uh currency exchange for you. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say, just just to interrupt just briefly there, Patrick, there is mm-hmm. an option with PayPal where when you're making a payment, um, the person making a payment can request that they pay all fees and transactions. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you could factor that into the cost. I think you're actually not supposed to do that. Or is that, or that could be on eBay or something? I can't remember. No, no, you're allowed to do that. Is it? Is there just a button you can just click the option as you do it to, to pay all the fees? So, for instance, if I said this is going to be two hundred dollars, you can pay it by, you know, this means that means or PayPal, and the other means of you've got no costs incurred on that. But PayPal, you'd be taking the whatever it is five percent. I can't remember exactly what the percentage is now. The hit you could say if you're going to go for that three percent. Yeah, you could say if you're going to go for that option, then I want you to pay all fees. I mean, it's a minor thing. I wouldn't bother that myself. I like. Yeah. I personally like the convenience of PayPal. I'm prepared to take the three percent hits. Yeah. For yeah. The, exactly. Yeah, my for convenience. I, I, I don't know. I somehow I think it's, I find it rude to, to to um, you know, put the make the customer pay that fee after they've paid you know, hundreds of dollars for or thousands of dollars for a commission or a piece of art, and then also stick them with. The PayPal fee or the FedEx customs charge. Well, it's, it's your choice not to do that. That's absolutely fine. But you know, I'm just saying that if you are in, in taking less money effectively because you're giving someone a favourable means of payment, then I don't necessarily know it's unreasonable. I don't do it myself, but I, I haven't been offended when I've been asked to do it myself. Mm, maybe, maybe, well, maybe you it's know, it's, not it, rude. it is. It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty handy. It's also, I mean, when you can sit at your computer and do all, you don't have to, you know, run to the, right, find the checkbook, run to the post office, blah, blah, blah. Just a couple button clicks on your computer and something's paid for, you know, even if you have to cover the little extra 3% transaction fee or whatever it is, it's a very good way to go. Yeah. Not, all, 
all my work, I think, is covered that way now. Uh, occasionally, I'll get somebody sends a check. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, PayPal is definitely the way to go. The only thing, the thing I tend to do, of course, working, because you know, I work internationally, is I tend to get most of my payments um, from clients actually through bank transfer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, another option as well. Because the fees are less. Just make well. sure that just make sure your customer understands the difference between a bank transfer and a wire transfer. Direct deposit and wire transfer are not the same thing. And if they send a wire transfer, your bank might charge you a fee. My boss from yeah. one of my jobs yeah. does that yeah. month after month, and it's really starting to get up my nose. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly. Uh what, did the question involve clients, or was it more commissions and that kind of thing? Well, the, uh, I don't yeah, think it gets too much into that, but I'll, I'll continue down. It's a little bit of a list of questions, and each one oh, kind of builds anybody, off the... Anybody who's paying, anyone who's paying you with, a, with an international payment and wants to use direct, di- direct deposit from your bank should, should understand the difference between a, a regular... Uh, direct deposit and a uh, wire transfer mm-hmm. because otherwise otherwise you can I, I get stuck with something like $15 and I'm sure it's costing him more than it needs to as well and I've explained this to him that he, he, he does not need to be sending all these wire transfers but he doesn't listen to me well a fool mm-hmm. and his money are soon parted well I think that's yeah, so there's a fool in my money here. The fool is part of my money here. Well, damn. Steph goes on to ask: Are there any issues with getting money released to one's bank account? When it comes to PayPal, I link it to my business account so that I can withdraw funds directly to it when when the money comes into the account. Mm-hmm. So, that, yeah, that never mm-hmm. been a problem. Yeah, it's uh, easy, easy, but it's but it takes uh, up to uh, three business days to get to your account. So don't count on it right away. That's the only trick. Um, the PayPal can cause can have some issues sometimes. You have to be aware that their um, their buyer protection policy that they will always they will almost always side with the buyer. So if someone decides that they that your service was subpar. They they can take your money back, or huh. uh, and they they will sometimes freeze your. They I've heard of them freezing people's accounts, and in fact, at my job just the other day, um, a bunch of people had to wait an extra forty eight hours for their um, their sal- their salaries to be released because. Oh, uh, that's horrible. Yeah, because that horrible. And, and you know here's the reason why, because huh. our our boss, the same one that sends me all the wire transfers. <laughs> just moved to America, and um, so his his uh, mailing address had changed, and PayPal decided that this made his account suspicious and flaggable. So instead of punishing uh, him somehow, they punished the people getting their salaries, and put a forty-eight hour hold on all those funds. So people odd. were stuck waiting for their money. So PayPal does have its issues. Um, and, and the one thing that people seem to recommend with PayPal is that you, you not leave a massive amount of money in there at any time. Hmm. You take it out regularly. I, I don't see why mm-hmm. you would leave why you would leave huge amounts of money in there anyway. But no, that's a that's a smart idea. I, I never have really left more than a few hundred dollars in at a time. But uh, that's I've good advice. Pretty, yeah, I tend to not leave anything in there. Once money comes in, I I withdraw the entirety. To my account, I never leave money in there. 
Actually, I, I usually... I personally never had a problem with PayPal. I have to say that. These are just things I've heard, so I thought I would pass them on in case there is merit to them. Yeah, I would, I would say I've never had a problem either, so luckily. Not that we never would, but... Uh... Hey, do clients get an invoice through the artist or through PayPal, Visa, etc.? And I, you know, most of the time I just send a uh, kind of a simple um, invoice via email and then that person just knows to make the PayPal payment to a particular account. I don't usually use anything through PayPal per se to generate an invoice. Although I believe you can. You, I believe, I believe yeah. with PayPal you can request funds from somebody. Yes, I've d- I have done that myself before. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I've used mm-hmm. that a few times, yeah. That's, that works fine. That's, that's quite often the normal way I've done it in the past. Um, if I was just doing, if someone were to pay me via PayPal, and um, I've certainly done that. Well, it works fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. Another cool little tool. Now, should donations be included in a tax return as income? I know I tend to record all income, and donations, like say, like a tip jar on a on a convention table, I consider that all part of the income. So I just I declare everything. Yeah, I would agree with that. If it came in, it was income. I mean, just just be on the safe side because you really don't want to get audited. And if you do, you really don't want to have to explain that stuff. It's better to it's, it's better to just put it in there mm-hmm. and get it over with. <laughs> are uh, are banks any help in providing online merchant services? I know some banks they can set you up with the ability to collect credit card fees, for instance, and things of that sort. Is that, uh, have you guys ever I, utilized any of those types of services? No. I, I, know, I know they can do, but to be honest, for the scale of most things that we're doing and the fees associated with it, it's probably not worth it. It's worth, probably not worth considering. There are, there are other online tools which are probably yeah. more convenient to use rather than going through a bank setting something up for you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, I mean, you, you can just go through PayPal and that, that's fine for people with credit cards. I'd heard yeah. of a new service that you can actually use. I believe you can actually use your smartphone and a uh, card reader. There's a new service out there. I'm not sure who's offering it. I have to do some more research on it, but it just came out. Oh, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, this uh, was out uh, when I was at WonderCon this last year. And the Jules Rivera, who I was sharing my table with, had that. So it's just a little um, white cube, and and it plugs into the top of your iPhone, and you can run a credit card through it. That is so awesome. Yeah, that was fantastic. Sweet. There's there's one one thing with PayPal. I don't know if they've changed this, but I tried to set up a PayPal shopping cart one time, and... um, you couldn't get it to, to, to take the PayPal button away or disable it if you run out of inventory. So technically, two people could buy the same thing at once, and then you'd have to return one of their payments. Huh. And you wouldn't, get your, you wouldn't get your PayPal fee back if that happened. Well, that's a good reason to use the system I've got up, which is called OpenCart. Oh, which is there we go. Currently having an annoying uh, glitch in it uh, that <laughs> I, I obviously introduced somehow, but I haven't had time to fix it, where people uh, place an order and everything goes through all right, PayPal gets the money, and then they get a notice saying that I've canceled the order. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't oh, know why, why that is happening. But Patrick, you happened. bastard. So I just <laughs> have to tell everyone who orders stuff, 
I'm not canceling your order. I just don't know how to fix that glitch. But, oh, uh, <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, but other than that, which is entirely my fault, uh, OpenCart has been really great. And it's a good system to set up sales. It does things just like you mentioned, Sokar. It keeps you track of your inventory for you uh, so people can't double order. You know, it handles all the hooks into PayPal and other systems if I wanted to use them. Uh, it's uh, uh, really flexible and uh, flexible in tar- terms of the look and flexible in terms of how you're selling your items, you know, uh, the, the sort of user experience that you want to offer. Uh, so I, I would definitely recommend that to anyone who's putting together a serious store. Actually, go to my store, buy a few things. Yeah. <laughs> see, how, you know, see how it works. Yeah. See how it works. Uh, you know, pay, pay for a few, you know, pay for some inexpensive items, buy a few expensive items so you can see the difference. And yeah, yeah. You I know. recommend that to everybody. Now, uh, stop, stop by uh, megaflowgraphics.com slash store, and you can see how I set everything up. And uh, pretty easy. Actually, uh, and if you look at that, you can see that was about, I believe, two days of work total. Day and a half, two days. And so that was to do the entire, uh, you know, custom custom look and feel and to add in all my inventory and everything. It was really a pretty quick process. Hey, um, in the, you know, how is sales tax accounted for and collected? Now, on uh, on the internet... I guess that's a growing concern because I, I believe they're talking about ins, uh, instituting laws that require collection of sales tax even on, for online purchases. Uh, I'm not sure how far along that legislation is in the United States, but there's talk of it. And um, when you're on a at a convention, for instance, uh, and I, I mean, as an example, if you are in an art show, oftentimes the art show will handle all transactions, collect sales tax and what have you, then issue you a check at the end of the show. Gen Con does it that way if, as an example. Uh, I believe also Origins does that. And, and about if you're, say, a, say you've gotten a, an actual vendor's table in the main hall, oftentimes you're going to be responsible for collecting of taxes. And have any, have any of you guys have to deal with that? Collecting of sales taxes now? Well, I was once, but then um, this hippie guy came and threw me out of the temple. Ah. Ah. Were you changing money? Yes, I was. Ah. Then you got what you deserved. Well, there's really not much of a trick to the whole tax collecting thing. Well, again, on the system I'm using, you just uh, press a little button and it turns on taxes and you just have to tell it where you are what the tax amounts are that you're going to collect. What does it do with the taxes? That's a good question. (laughs) Do they they send them to you and then you have to send them on to the government? Oh, absolutely. That's the way it works when you're into selling things online. Well, you have to collect the taxes. Um, because it's all part of your income anyway, so you have to, you know, tell the uh, government I collected this amount of income, I collected this amount of taxes. It's a, it's a little extra hassle, but worth it uh, down the line. If uh, especially if people start getting more serious about collecting local taxes, you know, state taxes in the U.S. Uh, whatever. Well, I'll just let my mother worry about that. She does my taxes anyway. 
<laughs> They'll say, do transaction fees get passed onto the client? I, th- I suppose when you name your fee, you know, your name your rates, your fees, hopefully you'll have accounted for potential fees that you'll encounter in this and the cost of doing business. But in some instances, like you, uh, Ralph, you've mentioned that sometimes the, the customer will uh, absorb those costs, or someone we were discussing will absorb some of that cost. Sometimes there's that option on PayPal, for instance. In other instances, maybe you'll just have to eat those costs. I know I do. We talk about the 3% transaction fees at PayPal. I usually end up absorbing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, you can, it depends on, you know, you can decide to absorb those costs or you can raise your prices accordingly to account for them. Those fees are tax deductible in the U.S. Yep. yep. All your banking fees are tax deductible. So, uh, does anyone still use cash or checks in the mail? I still get checks and at one time I even got cash. That was a wow. ex- that was an experience. <laughs> no, I don't let What's people cat? send. I don't let people do that if, because if, if it's too much of a pain to take checks, because then you have to like wait for someone to visit and send them to the bank to cash your check for you, or you have to FedEx the check to the bank, which probably costs you like half as much as the check was. Or you could actually belong to a bank that is local to you. Oh, well, I do. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. You belong to a local bank, but you wait for somebody to take the, the checks to the bank for you. Well, yeah, I'm not a servant. <laughs> That's the way we roll in Canada. That's right. It's cold out there. <laughs> yeah, it's so bitterly icy cold all the time, you know. <laughs> I, I, if I, I just don't want to leave my igloo. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I guess you know, with with when it comes to checks and what have you, though, make sure you wait for that check to clear before you uh, send out your your end of the bargain, if you will. And if somebody mm-hmm. tells you that they want to oh, overpay you on shipping mm-hmm. because as a special bonus for you, and then they're going to send you a cashier's check, mm-hmm. they're scamming you. Don't oh, do it. Oh man. You're, you're better off, off, off. I know sometimes I will ask for a bank notarized check, basically meaning oh. that the bank will cover the cost of the check in the in the event of a, you know, of a debacle. A debacle. A debacle. <laughs> meaning that that check will be covered by somebody, even if it's not. <laughs> it's you know the bank has verified that the client has these funds in their account and is able to make this payment, and this is a check that proves that, you know. The Ninja Mountain Podcast. We come within 50 feet of your ears, despite the restraining orders. So, anyway, mm-hmm. do credit cards require minimum monthly sales to qualify and or monthly fees for system access? I've heard that Visa doesn't like the peddling of smut. <laughs> if a client wants me to draw something Visa won't like, are there alternative methods of getting paid? I'm not sure that's quite what they mean by peddling smut. I think they mean adult services like um, uh, pornography. You know, yeah, although you know what, Visa doesn't. I don't think Visa has any such compunctions, because escort services take Visa, and that is definitely yeah. some smut right there. Yeah, I think uh, actually PayPal has more problem with that than any credit card companies. PayPal doesn't uh, allow. Uh, Smut yeah. peddlers, <laughs> if I can use air quotes, <laughs> yep. uh, to, to use their service, I have heard. So, 
Yeah. Uh, that that's probably more of a realistic thing, but but it still isn't that realistic. I mean, if you're not a out and out, you know, porn or sex site of of some kind, which also uh, takes visa, I might add. I've definitely seen porno <laughs> sites that take visa. There are porn sites which are like you you have to verify yourself with visa <laughs> before you can access them. <laughs> So if Why a client, <laughs> so if yeah, a client wants our, our go-to porn gal, that's right. Thank God we've got you here. You're our you're our senior porn correspondent. <laughs> I do not Reporting want live. that title. Reporting <laughs> live from pornography. Miles. <laughs> so if a client wants me to draw something that Visa won't like, are there alternative methods of getting paid? Yes, I go to Discover. Uh, I'm sure Discover wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I wouldn't even worry about that. That that is not going to even be a. That is not even going to be a. Uh, yeah, I doubt that seriously. No. Besides, I think if it's art, you could make an argument for it being art. You, you know, you could say it's art. It's not porn. It's art. It's it's um, like you know that that picture of the woman getting rogered by the uh, octopus, by by <laughs> what's his face, Hawkeye. <laughs> You can you can say, you know, that, that's a pretty naughty picture, but um, I'm sure if you if you were buying that, Visa wouldn't have a problem. So you could just feel, it's not it's not smut, it's art. That's right, and they don't. Yeah. Most of the time, people don't even know what uh, pornography is. They just know when they see it. Is it you now? I Steph continues. I know you've all talked about money a bit here and there, but a really comprehensive money-specific show would be awesome for all illustrators and freelancers out there. Why do you want to be depressed? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and what makes you think we could possibly have anything to do with that? <laughs> all I know is that in my uh, my first uh, my first presentation to the class, I, I the illustration class I'm teaching, I, I described one of the last items that describes what an illustrator is. I think I wrote is able to an illustrator must be able to subsist on a diet of ramen and ramen. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you can't afford the water, so it's crunchy ramen, <laughs> That's which right. is actually tastes it tastes better than you might think. It's a good snack. Yeah, it's Ew. a crunchy ramen. It's kind There's of nothing wrong flavor. with the ramen diet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the new LA thing. I don't think so. I, th- I think ramen is bad for you. It has to be. I mean, it's so salty. The, the broth they put on it, and then like they. Well, well, here's salt. the first. I'll open up this question here, guys. So, first off, do you like money? What do you think? Money, good, yay or nay? Yes. I'm, I'm for I it. Like yeah, it. I'm, I'm thinking for I money. For money. Yeah. Yeah. We all like money. Money's all right. What do you think, Ralph? You gotta get I don't the. Like it. Has, it, yeah, has, have its have it. has its uses. Has its uses. There you go. <laughs> Keeps you warm on a cold night. Yeah. It's yeah. Cold. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, there you go. You, you, can't, you can't spend food. You can't spend food, but you can certainly eat money. So. Mm. <laughs> there is a healthy diet tip from Patrick. <laughs> kind of a weird skewed logic in there that uh, I'm sure will come to light at some point, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good raw. You don't have to cook it. It's crunchy. Well, you know, if <laughs> Crunchy frog. Oh, I, good. Yeah. If you want to look at it, I, I look at it some semi-philosophically at times. For me, money is just a tool that allows me to continue painting. So that's. Oh, oh, there you go. yeah, right. Yeah, right. It also keeps the lights on and food in my belly. So you know, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't say it would be a sincere philosophy. Merely that's what it is. <laughs> that's just a philosophy. We but, could go back to the barter system. There you go. I could use a few leather jackets. Barter's good. <laughs> I had a really That was the tattoo industry for the longest time was, oh, I got this leather jacket. Can you do me a tattoo? No way. It says Ario Speedwagon on it. I'd work for a leather jacket <laughs> yeah. if it's like, I don't know, designer. Take it on the run, baby. Yeah. We've we've talked a little bit in the past about money, but um, a little bit. <laughs> get a bank account. I think a savings account's a good thing. Although money is a very infrequent visitor to my savings account these days. Um, hmm. Yes. What else? Uh, what What else was involved in that question? Other than simple uh, up or down money thoughts. I think it was really just if we wanted to have a more comprehensive show about money, but um, oh, oh, if we wanted, you know, I would, I would, I not us. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> somebody who knows anything about a proposal for this listener. Um, if this listener can send us some money, and then we can do a show, <laughs> then we can do a show about what we did with it, and it'll be a show about money. Silkar so bought a coat. That's a great idea. Well, you know that it wasn't even my first stroke of coat d- coat bad luck this year. I also oh, had pray to tell, return- there's a second. Yes, I had to oh return a Chanel jacket because my old job went out of business and I got rooked out of a month's pay. So I had to return a Chanel jacket that I had just bought, and that was just like soul crushingly depressing. Man. Yeah, I mean, I am just so. Your show. I mean, if this was a TV show, it'd be a pretty limited premise. Girl can't find jacket that fits. <laughs> Cute canned laughter. Oh, this, I mean, that is such a pathetic problem. I, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like whining about my my horrible first world problem here. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so, you know, it, it's probably people are sitting out there getting so angry. Like, I'm living on ramen, <laughs> and this idiot is whining <laughs> Coat. She she can't spend enough money. <laughs> she can't consume quite enough. She's got that Brewster's Millions problem. That's I, what it I, is. I don't actually have all all that much. I'm on a tight budget because I save twenty five percent of my uh, monthly income in savings accounts and tax free stuff and uh, and and um, RRSPs and what have you. So. Uh, I don't actually have that much money to spend. But when but you I'm do, it goes to coats. You losers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't always buy coats, but when I do, I buy coats I can't afford. She is the most interesting illustrator in the world. <laughs> I, just, I think I'm the most boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> I I can tell you what I tend to do and if we're gonna if we're talking about money I'm, i'll be talking more about um i guess i could talk more about what i do with regards to expenses and what have you i mean i just record all of my expenses i record all of my income and i have a tax preparer who actually knows what they're doing which is uh yeah, worth its weight in too. gold i would never do my own taxes yeah, yeah I, I don't know what i'm gonna do when my mother dies find a tax preparer yeah, but it's a cold solution, but you know. Do they come over to your house? 
Uh, or do you have to go to them? I think you would normally want to go to them. I do mine by mail. Oh yeah, yep, yep. There's that possibility too. My uh, my tax repair is going. We might be moving away in the next year, so I'm probably end up doing everything uh. via you know shipping via FedEx and what have you. Yeah, yeah. My tax guy uh, is you know down in the Bay Area, and I'm up in Northern California, and he's just fine with with me uh, sending things off to him and uh, talking to him on the phone a little bit. That's it. So you'll be good. Yeah. I, I think you can tell your mom she can die. And, no. Uh, it'll be no, okay. No, I don't want my mother to die. <laughs> Just let her know I that you'll be okay. I thought that's what you're kind of driving at. <laughs> no, my mother is like one of the only two or three people in the world who ever visits me. So <laughs> if, she, if she dies, then, then my, my the people I see will go down by like a third or even half. What a tender moment this is going to be. You can go towards the light, Mom. I found another tax repairer. I'll be okay. I hope, I hope Mrs. Miles isn't listening to the show when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> What a no, bunch of ghouls. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Car, your old lady can pass away. Nobody old. No. Mm-hmm. I, don't even, I don't even say that. Just the thought of my mother dying is like the most horrible thing ever. Uh, no, I will say something about uh, with regards to savings. I've heard it said that it's a good idea to have about three months worth of savings at the ready for, um, you know, for those months that Always. are kind of lean. Always, yeah. You gotta. So there's yeah, a nice little tidbit to consider. I, it's I a good a, idea can I, can to I, never I get ask, sick too, but yeah. uh, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> can I ask a question to our listeners? Because they ask us so many questions. I suppose. Don't expect an answer, but okay. You know. Well, all right. This is this is a medical question. So, if any of you are doctors, is this how to combat uh, the cold when when no, wearing uh, a poorly fitting coat? No, it isn't. It has nothing to do with coats. Okay. Does it mean anything bad if you're um, in bed and you decide to turn over to lie on your other side, and suddenly the whole room? spins all around you and uh, your eyes kind of shudder back and forth like no actually all that means that you stumbled upon a wormhole (laughs) oh don't don't be afraid that's very comforting because the last two two nights just the last two nights i've had that experience i I I turned over and, and and suddenly it was like Whoa! I'm you probably have dizzy. a small. Uh, you probably have. A, you may have a small inner ear infection. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, maybe I'll just get that nurse to come over and give me some antibiotics or something. Now, there are sites, you know, online where you can plug in uh, your uh, symptoms, and it'll do a, a quick, not a real diagnosis, but it'll. Uh, tell you what you could possibly have. The only problem with that is you can enter in these fairly general symptoms and, and be faced with the possibility that you have some life-threatening illness. Yeah. <laughs> or, or <laughs> you can get like, playing the funeral march. <laughs> well, vertigo is, like, is a symptom of about a million things. That's true. So you've got a cough. It's persistent. Tuberculosis. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. You're going to waste. You've got the consumption. You're going to waste away in the very romantic sense. Yeah, very romantic. Choking in your own blood. What a what an attractive way to die. <laughs> you're going to and I'm sure, you're simply I'm going sure to fade. There's a lot of mucus and phlegm involved. 
Just let's all think about mucus for a while. Mucus. Mucus. <laughs> At least we're not talking about vomit. Mucus. Uh, I also have another question. Oh, thank God, because, you know, we got a lot of doctors in the house. No, this isn't This isn't a medical question. Oh, okay. This is a work-related question. This is a work-related question. Yeah, so I, right. have two, I have two jobs, and I want to quit one of them. So I'm, I can't decide which one to quit. Do I quit the one that is in serious financial trouble and has already gone out of business and screwed me out of a month's pay once this year, but which isn't that bad and pays more? Or do I quit the one that pays an absolute pittance for hours and hours of work and makes me deal with people who demean and insult me and ask stupid questions and um, drive me absolutely berserk to the point where I want to throw my mouse through my monitor? Well, let's see. Let's think about this. So that one's got a lot of upside. Okay. But that one is financially stable. Okay. So Ah. you have to ask yourself, if you had the choice between staying in a boat that is currently floating Mm. and one that is on fire, which one do you leap into? Well, well, does the one one that is stable have a bunch of pirates that are going to put me in the barrel, though, and, 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 you know, bang my ass every day? Because that's kind of what the choice is here. Do do I take it up the ass every day and, and, you know, be reasonably assured of my finances, or or do I get to keep my bottom pristine and... and, uh, there's a third choice. Yes. Get get a different job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Get the hell the out. There <laughs> we go. The voice of reason. You've just described two flavors of hell. <laughs> Why don't you just leave hell and go? <laughs> you know, you've got, you've got a good amount of money saved up. You could just, uh, you know, I take a couple want, months off and take stock of what you want to do. I don't want to spend the money I've saved, though. You know what you need to do? I think what you need to do. This is really embarrassing to admit, but I actually gave all the money I saved to my mother. And she put it in some accounts, and I don't know where they are. So I I actually have quite a lot of money that the majority of my money, in fact, that I cannot get at. And the rest of it's in GICs, so I can't get at that either. So word of of advice, word of advice, don't give all your money to your mother. Couldn't you just ask her where it is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to be too difficult, but she is one of the rare visitors. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I need to ask her where it is. What kind of an approach is that, Ralph? Think about it. (laughs) I know, it's a bit difficult. Where's my money? (laughs) I know, I'm a bit radical at times. (laughs) That's way who, out there. Who right? allowed this sensible person to be on this cast right now? What's going on? <laughs> this must not stand. Harumph, harumph. Now, I have a hard time believing all this conversation is arriving from these questions we had for this episode. Or is it me? I'm kind of busy painting right now. <laughs> we're just <laughs> way off topic. Than Eric. <laughs> Anything interesting? Well, somebody asked us about money, so we were talking ah. about Stuff for myself. I know, uh, unfortunately, my immediate art director is on the line with me right now. <laughs> yes, I'm working on that stuff right now, Patrick. Hi, yes. <laughs> 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 Patrick? 
Where I'm not working on something for myself right now. Where did you hire him and not me, you wanker? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Really. <laughs> you guys, we're going to have a bit of a surprise. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a surprise guest here. We are? Yes, just one moment. Oh, I'm not going to tell you who. Just dropped my iPad on my lip. I don't even want to know how that happened. Yeah. It hurts. Ow. <laughs> I'm having no luck lately. <laughs> I was madcap meeting. I was, I was so tired last night well, I didn't even eat. Look who's here. It's Marcin Migdal. Hey, Jeremy, Eric, Ralph. Big fat oh, rat. Dude, it's that dude in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> The only one in Canada? The only one. This is weird. We now have a majority. Well, no. Is it a majority? No. All 50% of the people on are from Canada. Ralph is in the UK. And we Jeremy have the Americans in the US. You get, you, uh, the British, are you guys still in the British Commonwealth? Yes. I'm so good. there we go. We got, we got four people from the British Commonwealth <laughs> outnumbering. The uh, two Americans from the American no wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Which becomes truer and truer yeah. every day. Yeah, Patrick, but we're, we're arrogant, so that makes money. up for a lot. Damn right. That's we're right. the most arrogant people here. Who wants to challenge me on that? Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Bring it. I'm, I'm more sorry, arrogant than you are. I don't know. Some guy. Who is it? Marcin Migdal from... Uh, Marcin from Canada. Canada. And also from Get that zine. thing. Get, get your holy zine thingy. Yeah, zine.com. I got my creative director with me who couldn't make it last time. Oh, yeah? Hey, everybody. Hey, creative director who couldn't make it last time. What's your name? Arnaldo Pedrosa. Hi. Everyone's hey, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, South, South American name. Oh. <laughs> well, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so now, now we are, you're doing in Canada. Does, does, he, does he count as American or, or, or uh, does he count on the United States side or on our side outnumbering you? No, well, I think actually, that's yet one more. <laughs> he was born in Canada. He was born in Quebec. Oh, okay, he's on our side. He's on our side. <laughs> well, except Quebec tried to secede from the rest of us. They did. They, they tried to tear themselves away from the rest of Canada. Those rebellious Quebecois. But do we have to forgive them? Because from Quebec we have poutine, which is such a delicious taste experience. Well, you have poutine mm -hmm. everywhere else you go as well. You just got to make it yourself. Make it myself. Yeah, but it's not quite the same. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I forgot that. Uh... <laughs> That's hard work. That's yeah, hard work, yeah. you know? Yeah, we don't have time to cook as artists. <laughs> no, we were just talking about uh, ramen for artists earlier, so kind of ties in. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about money, but ramen seems to figure rather largely in that equation. You know what I've discovered lately, in fact? Ramen will become the new commerce. I have found it. It's cheaper for me to have somebody else cook all my meals and bring them to me frozen than it would be for me to cook all those meals from fresh ingredients. 
because the cook can buy the ingredients in bulk. You see, I guess I know what you should be doing, Sokar. You need to get a cooking show. I do. You could be doing a public access cooking show. That would be the most terrible cooking show ever, because I have a repertoire of maybe five or six dishes that I like, and I make them all the time. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I have a repertoire of five or six takeout restaurants that I <laughs> that deliver. No, I, I, I actually can cook. I just um, generally, unless I have company and I want to be polite, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided to learn to cook after I burnt off my eyebrows with an exploding chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a story for another day. I think I already told that one a few times. <laughs> I, yeah, but it's amazing how many how many uh, threads of conversation end with, well, that's all we need to know about that when uh, Sokar is involved. Conversations can end abruptly, and no more need be said. It's amazing. Before we uh, record anything else, you're going to have to cut out, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did we have some more questions from our listener? Those were the only uh, two folks I, that I saw who asked with, had any questions. I, I'd kind of like to know what you guys are working on. Maybe we could start with uh, Marson. Oh, oh. Or, or, wait, what's that? wait, 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 wait. Oh, yes. Before we do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Uh, um. Uh, let's do something else. Before we do that, I, I did want, since we were uh, taking questions from listeners and uh, this was a whole listener-y thing, I, I don't think we have mentioned that back on, unless you did when I wasn't on, so forgive me if you have, back on June 29th, we actually got a customer review on iTunes. We did. Yeah. Oh, really? so, so many people don't do that that we <laughs> kind of stopped looking. Everybody go on iTunes and uh, leave a customer review because it's really helpful to us and nobody's done it much we're lately. Checking. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we never check anymore because people kind of stop. But on the other hand, we stopped admonishing people <laughs> to go and do that. So we should do it more often. But what if they you know leave us a crappy review? Like, what if it, like, Sokar tells too many stupid stories? This show That's, sucks. That's fine too. That's that's uh, constructive criticism. But yeah, this but was then a they really can give one. us like two stars, and it'll lower our ranking. Yeah, who cares? And what will uh, the internet think? Yeah, man. Well, this what will this was from uh, Tiffany Lor Lorenzo back on June 29th. So hi, Tiffany. Uh, she says. She says, they let, uh, her uh, title uh, to the review is, they let me pretend I have friends. Oh. <laughs> and then the review <laughs> says, well, illustrator friends anyways. I really miss having commercial art friends since finishing art school. And the ninjas help. Oh, she actually did the proper plural. The ninja helped me feel like I'm still keeping connected. Don't get me wrong. I love listening to my real life friends prattle on about boys and shoes, but sometimes you just want to talk pixels, you know? I find this podcast especially comforting when your girlfriends all go out without you because you're stuck in your studio with a deadline. Oh, does that happen to a lot of people out there? I'll bet it does. Mm -hmm. I'm just having fun. I wish I had a girlfriend. 
<laughs> or anybody would come by other than your mother. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I, I have other visitors besides my mother. <laughs> Sometimes the, the delivery like, man. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't count. I've been. I've been avoiding Pizza Hut because of that creepy dude. Well, anyway, um, Tiffany wraps up by saying, seriously, uh, there are some great podcasts, podcasts out there. That's with me. <laughs> seriously, there are some great podcasts out there like Illust- Illustration Island and Illustration Birdie Time. Uh, but I enjoy the atmosphere these guys create when they're together. That's us. They may present themselves to be laid back and personal and playful, but... They all take their profession very seriously, and I really respect their willingness to be truthful and informative. And now, and now we get to the the reason that I uh, wanted to read it because uh, there's actually a request on here. Ooh. So, two things on my wish list. One, I wish the first seventy or so episodes were on iTunes so I could download them. And I wanted to answer that by saying. Yeah, uh, iTunes kind of uh, cuts you off after, I don't know, 40 episodes or so. Uh, But you can always go to the uh, website. Mm -hmm. It's uh, ninjamountain.blogspot.com. And just uh, go back as far as you want on there. And all of the episodes from the very beginning are there for you to listen to on the website. We should collect the best of as an audio book. Yeah, I think that's not a bad idea. That could be maybe a half hour. That's right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, n- number two on Tiffany's wish list. Uh, uh, number two, I wish Sokar wouldn't mumble the intelligent things she has to say, although she's still my favorite. <laughs> I mumble? Yeah, I do mumble. You know, I was listening the other day, and I noticed that I mumble. Yes. And you're saying intelligent things, and you're her favorite. So just enunciate a touch more, and you'll... I don't remember when I last said intelligent thing on here. <laughs> but I am genuinely touched Same by this here. review. I, I like... Shut up. I like, I like the Still fact waiting. That, I like the fact that, she, that we make her feel like she has illustration friends. That is actually very sweet. It is nice. It is. <laughs> well, we are, we're a community here. We made ourselves a little community here. And I think... Uh, yeah, we've all known each other a really embarrassingly long time. It's been a long time now. <laughs> because we all knew each other when we weren't really that good, except for Patrick, who has, as far as I can tell, always been awesome. No, I think you're thinking of uh, almost anybody else. Ralph. <laughs> you're probably thinking of Ralph. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Patrick. You, you do suck. No, just kidding. No, actually, You're Ralph, not nearly Ralph as good is, as Ralph. No, no, Ralph is in that boat. Ralph is in that boat too. He's always been awesome as long as I've known him. But then I haven't known. I think Ralph we all got to know each other. Was it was it art? Was it uh, RPG Net freelancing or was it Epilogue? A bit of both, I think. Uh, I, I think RPG I first Net. came. Yeah, on Yeah, RPG Net was RPG definitely Net. the. I, I never did that Epilogue really. Yeah, Sokar and I were on Epilogue, and I think you yeah. too, Eric. Uh, Sokar and I were both editors on Epilogue back when we both sucked. I don't know why we were editors, but. We are losers who had time to do that. What was that, Marcin? I said, it sounds like we're the black sheep. Oh, well, it's, it's nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting into the swing of things. 
Yeah, you have to you have to sort of insult us every once in a while and put us in our place. Yeah. I joined you guys when I stopped having real friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so Jeremy, you uh, then we're we're all done with that. I just wanted to read cool. that you had a great uh, next topic of conversation. We're just going to find out what you guys are working on. I thought uh, since we have Marcel here, maybe you'd like to share with us what's the latest at Sketchaholic. Um, well, since uh, last time we've chatted, we've uh, gotten some awesome stuff done. Uh, we finished up the Sketchaboard application, which I think I briefly mentioned. It's where you can uh, pick any images or videos and uh, draw them in real time on the whiteboard right on uh, on our site. And that's all free, so that's all done. And lots of people have been using that. It's kind of fun. Uh, we've gotten some, uh, well, we actually launched our uh, our books for sale last, uh, on when? Uh, September 1st. I said it's like uh, September 1st. So oh, congratulations. Right now. Yeah, right thanks. Sketchwasink.com. So we're taking pre-orders. Uh, so again, that's uh, it's very exciting because it's uh, the first books that we're publishing. Uh, what else? I've uh, got a just, picture in an upcoming book uh, there yeah. for you. We worked it out with Wizards yeah, yeah. of the Coast. A big, big, giant shout out to Patrick here. He's, uh, you know, we've been trying to get in contact with uh, Wizards and Blizzard, you know, trying to feature artists because a lot of the artwork that are, we're featuring in our upcoming book, uh, Grim Tales, is based on, you know, like Grimmy, you know, those types of genres. And no one's been getting back to us. And then we contacted Patrick and he had in, uh, Shelly M. I forgot her last name. Uh, but then, you know, yeah, yeah, and then two weeks later, you know, she, we got permission, and now we're talking to Shelly, and she's getting us in touch with the uh, the PR department. We're going to be doing an interview with Wizards, and we're going to stick that into the book as well. So Excellent. it's an uh, exciting time. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so now we're just uh, hoping that we can create more genres, more categories, and, you know, get all the awesome artists out there to come on our site and uh, submit their artwork, because we're taking the submissions for what? Horror themes. Um, we're going to be doing another cutesies one. SciTech. SciTech. So it's like science fiction and technology type stuff, like robots. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting times. And I got nobody to thank except for the artist. And Patrick is like the biggest <laughs> thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling me fat? I'm Kieran on the book as well, but he's procrastinating. I think he's too too busy and too big for us. <laughs> uh, no, he's you know. Actually, he was going to be on the show today too, but it looks like at the last minute he couldn't make it. But uh, yeah, so that's basically uh, we're working on a new app on this on the site. It's called uh, we're going to call it Critique Corner. Whereas we we all know in DeviantArt when you want to critique, you basically post a message. So what we're trying to take it a step further, where you would upload an image, and then somebody would be able to essentially draw over top of the image on the whiteboard and then offer you the a free critique. So that's this new thing they were working on. Oh fantastic. Well you yeah, I, I actually charge fifty cents a critique, so you know Hey, so but I you think. know you'll be able to set your own prices. <laughs> if, you, if you're as good as you Jeremy, you can set your prices. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. You know, just uh, keep on going, trying to get sponsors. That's the that's the worst thing. You know, because we're sort of self-financed here, and we're trying to, uh, you know, contact sponsors, but nobody wants to talk to us because they don't know who we are yet. 
once we do a couple of books, you know, they're not going to come on board. That's what they told us, at least. So, just gotta gotta develop yeah. that audience. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. But you know, we love what we do. We love the artists, so we're going to keep going. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll persevere, and uh, you know, we're going to be the next Imagine FX or Ballistic Publishing. Who knows, right? Hey, it's, that's where that's where they started, right? They yeah. St- Started where you guys are at, so I hope our listeners will go over to sketchaholic.com, learn more about Sketchazine, and uh, see if they can take part. It's a, it's an excellent. It's going to be an excellent series of publications, and the site has got a lot to offer to the illustration community. Right, and as I said last time, we still want to get your blogs and making them available to our members as well, because we're we've got a lot of members now, and I think uh, a lot of the community would benefit from uh, from these blogs in particular. Right, and it's that's a, like uh, you, like Patrick, you read that uh, that email. You know, you know, this is a really nice way of getting in touch with other artists when we're sort of stuck behind the computers day in and day out. Mm. So, kudos to you guys for doing this. No, it's a labor of love and or, this or madness. The, uh, the something, right? <laughs> what was that? That was just that was uh, my audience here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a labor of madness. I'm I'm pretty sure actually. <laughs> how did your um, how did you book sales go at uh, at the com? At well, the con? you know, I had them there. It wasn't uh, it wasn't something that uh, people were interested in buying, but I was happily giving them to friends who'd followed my blog for quite a while, and um, I made a few trades, and it was it was great. I've since uh, opened cool. it up for sale on Lulu for various for a low price. And uh, yeah, I've made one announcement on my blog, but I'll uh, I'll uh, see about pimping it a little bit further in the weeks yeah, ahead. Another thing, we're gonna be actually uh, allowing any artist to sell any of their prints or books on our website for free as part of our store. So you know, so if you want to give us your book, we'll just gladly put it on uh, on our store, and oh, then sh- we'll just feature it. Oh, just link on a link to it through Lulu kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. Well, I think I will. I will take you up on that. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah, a that's yeah. Good for us. No, it's a it's a stirring uh, twenty page flip through. <laughs> my uh, yeah, my sketchbook. Hmm. Put on online like we did it with our uh, flipbook magazines. You know, as a teaser. Hmm. Hey, uh, Sokar, what are you working on right now? Any uh, any fresh art? Uh, I just. Uh finished or almost finished a book project uh, which uh, took a long time mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember what I'm doing next uh, I just agreed to do something <laughs> I, 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 just, I just put a contract in the post but I can't remember what that was for so expect something so it, you have vague <laughs> recollections of being busy maybe yeah, uh, uh, sorry, I'm very tired. <laughs> yes, I have vague recollections of having a lot of work weighing down on my shoulders. That must be done. How about you, Ralph? Um, just been uh, doing some World of Warcraft stuff. I'm currently painting a dragon. So well, I've actually just been doing mountains. So uh, sky and mountains I've been doing. Sky and mountains. That newest stuff you have posted, uh, did you? It was on Art Order, I think. Oh yes, yes. Gosh, that was great. 
really good stuff. Well, thanks. I have not spotted this yet. How does the dragon feel about you painting all over him? I haven't got to that yet. I'm sure he won't mind. (laughs) 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 What's this? You doing body painting? Or is this uh, (laughs) a... Scale? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all over that. I I think it's coming together, anyway. It's getting there. Right. So I always get I always get a bit anxious at this bit. This is the bit actually I feel most anxious about is doing the background, because it always feels that everything hinges on that. If you get the values and the palette right on that, then it all works. And if that goes wrong, it throws everything out. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm currently just letting the mountains dry a bit, and and I'll go back and fiddle with them. Good thing the mountains aren't in BC, because if they were, they would never dry. Oh, it rains a oh, lot here. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was just bad. I just did it. <laughs> hey, uh, Eric, what are you working on? Uh, currently, uh, I'm working on a Facebook game with uh, Mr. Patrick McAvoy. Man, uh, is that the project uh, that will not end? Yeah, oh, it's still it's going just on. going on and on and on. Well, they, they um, sort of never I, finished designing it uh, oh. until recently. So <laughs> and now Eric has the things he was originally going to do. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been great. It's been it's, it's, busy, it's but I have be an awesome game. Yeah, it's really going to be fun. Yeah. What's it Why are they putting it on Facebook then? Why don't they put it on like iPad oh, or something I, where people will want to play it? People want to play. Facebook games. People are getting filthy rich on Facebook games. Are you kidding? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't What's play the them name? because I don't yeah. want people to think I'm a loser who does nothing but sit around and play video games. Yeah, Patrick Marson wants to know uh, what uh, what's the game called, if you can share that yet. Uh, oh, um, you know, I'm not sure we can. I think it's uh, uh, yep, still under wraps. wraps. So, okay. But thank you for asking. When in doubt, uh, assume it's ND. <laughs> yeah, but when uh, when uh, we get it to the point where it's about out, I will be talking all about it here on the show. You can bet. What, can you talk about what kind of a genre it is? Yeah, it's fantasy, uh, fantasy um, adventure game. Uh, you know, you're exploring and you're fighting a lot of really, really interesting characters. Uh, uh, sort of a RPG style battle. On Facebook, it's it's an RPG on Facebook. Very nice and exceptional art. So yeah, yeah, you 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 just are gonna love it. Everyone's gonna love it, and you can't wait to see it. It's gonna change your life. It's gonna change the world. It's like the it's a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like paradigm. Like when the Beatles came over to the U.S. from England. It's that kind of a sea change. They're gonna make a special Nobel Prize just for that. Probably. I, I was just going to add that uh, it's kind of neat because the past few months I've been doing literally tons and tons of characters in color, grayscale, and ink, which is kind—I of, I think is kind of neat because it covers all those different mediums. And I, you know, no, there's no chance of e- any of them getting stale on me right now. There's still lots to come yet, so it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I'm really busy with all of that right now. Uh, just this might be edited out, Jeremy. Uh, do you guys mind if I pimp my licensable art? Oh, you, oh, you have to. Yeah, but I'm not. Have to, I don't have to edit that. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I mean, it's kind of flies the face of freelancing, right? But is it? You What's guys that? don't mind? 
You don't mind, have nobody minds? Licensing art. Okay, well, I'm also huh? recently launched on my site at ericlofgren.net. You'll find the button there at the bottom of the page. It says licensable artwork. And I've, uh, in my career, I've managed to amass a huge body of work that's, uh, ha- uh, that I hold the license to, or the copyrights to. And I would like to make it available to everybody right now. So the rates are really good because it's non-commissioned work. It's already been produced. And if you're interested, if you're a publisher out there listening right now, go have a look and see what you think and follow the instructions on the website, and I hope to hear from you. You want to give them that URL real quick? Uh, Well, it's probably just best to go uh, www.ericlofgren.net and then just go straight to the bottom of that page, and you'll see a a little button that says Licensable Artwork. Okay. And that'll take you to all the madness right there. I would say that licensing is part of freelancing. We all do it, so it's definitely something you should mention on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just have heard issues in the past from people that, you know, a little uncomfortable well, in I think, certain circles. I think this stems from confusion over what license art is versus, say, clip art, you know, or stock. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know? Right on that, Jeremy. That might be the, the primary concern. But this is all stuff that I've done like in my past 11 years, basically. Uh, not all, everything I've done in the past 11 years, but quite a bit of it, I was able to keep the uh, the license for it. So mm-hmm. there's lots of color, lots of grayscale, lots of ink, covers, interiors, you name it. Very cool. I'm Soup getting to lots nuts. Of in- so that's me. Oh, cool. And uh, Patrick, what do you got? Well, let's see. I've got that. Um I've, uh, that uh, Eric had talked about um, that you and Eric have both worked on with me and a bunch of other good folks. Um, let's see, what else is going on? I've got uh, a big job happening for about three months that I just signed up with to uh, do uh, design and production art for some multimedia work. Uh, it's actually at a company I used to be the art director for several years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing storyboards and things for them. And a few of their jobs I was storyboarding came through. So now I'm sort of going to have to follow up. And that's probably going to go through the end of the year. So that's nice. Um, I've uh, Yeah. Uh, let's see. I just finished up... Um, the three cards for um, World of Warcraft, and I'm doing some changes on them right now, actually, as we're talking. <laughs> and, Total uh, redos, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, to ground up. Oh. <laughs> you know, we decided we don't like the bird's eye view. Let's do it from the other angle. <laughs> no, actually, it's been really Sorry. painless. Uh, one of them. One of them's changing from daytime to nighttime, but that's not actually too tough. And the others were actually approved without changes, so that's good. And uh, what else? Oh, and I just signed to do a thing, uh, another thing that I probably shouldn't say the name of yet, but it's uh, really funny. It's an iPhone game. By this, Remember last year I did that thing called uh, Epic Gladiator? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is by the same folks. It's it's more or less a reskinning of that game. So just all new art, uh, with a sort of a, um, iPhone online concept, 
uh, where there's fighting going on, except instead of gladiators, it's going to be something else, which is actually a really funny and clever thing. It's going to be a lot more tongue-in-cheek, and that's why I don't even want to say the name so nobody rips them off. (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to be going on for about six weeks or so. It's a totally different style for me, too. I'm doing it in a a line art cartoon kind of style, and uh, it involves a lot of... uh, you know, drawings of uh, sexy gals and interesting items. So, yeah, that that should be a lot of fun. Um, So, all of that's going on, and there's (laughs) actually one more thing I'm doing animating on uh, that's that's still happening. So, uh, and commissions, as usual. So, I'm pretty busy. Yay. Yay. How, no, wait a minute, how are you even having time to breathe, man? <laughs> it's it's tough. Luckily, uh, luckily the the commissions I have outstanding right now are for very uh, uh, understanding people who don't seem to mind that I've put them off a, a bit. So that's good. <laughs> Sweet. So Patrick doesn't have to make up any lies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no gay weddings in your future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not yet, but but it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I can drop that one at the drop of a hat if I have to. Yeah, that, well, I can move that, that around. Now that we've worked on the, the whole plot, I, I'll have some very uh, plausible things to say. Oh, <laughs> well, what am I working on? Jeremy, what are you working on? I'm working on some. Let's see, some package art, some um, three three card assignments. Yeah, I see one's for L5R and two are for Dun 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 Warlord. Believe it or not. Does it actually have that dum dum dum? Oh yeah, of course. Yep. I have to say it that way. Warlord. That now that's not AEG anymore, right? And that no, no, that's uh, Phoenix Interactive. Ah, okay. But uh yeah, so is that and um I last night marked the first uh class that I'm teaching at Southern New Hampshire University on illustration. Which is an interesting it's gonna be an interesting crowd. The uh yeah, the, the the challenge is that a lot of these guys, many of them are quite, you know, they're quite. There's some good talent in the room. It's just a matter of whether or not they've taken any college level courses on drawing, painting, color theory, and all that, which most of them have not. So that makes that mm-hmm. adds a adds um, a layer of challenge to teaching this course because I have to more or less couch some fairly um, more uh, advanced thinking, but at the same time I have to introduce them to certain concepts they may not be aware of that someone who had taken uh, more um, entry-level college courses on the subject might have mm. you know so but mm-hmm. it's uh, but it's, so far it's gonna I think it's gonna be good I, th- I, I hope the students are ready to work <laughs> that's all I can say <laughs> <laughs> all I can tell you college... obviously he's not familiar with college students <laughs> well all I know is that in college I mean I I remember just wrecking my hands, taking notes, and just working absurd hours, just you know, wrecking myself in college. And it's, um, I remember it's, some of the students looked oddly at me when I suggested they take notes. Really? Huh. <laughs> what do they do now? They all just bring like a recorder thingy or something? Well, the big thing on a lot of college campuses these days apparently is a program called Blackboard. And teachers will post their notes, homework assignments, um, presentations, um, 
collect like emailing with students and it's it's all go it all goes through this one interface wait so so the notes are already taken sort of thing the, they, they might have they might have assumed that. You know, that's, you know, that's such a bad idea because writing something down is a really good way to fix it in your memory and thus learn it. Oh yeah. So taking notes is not is, is an essential part of the university experience. Yeah. So it's, I'd, I'd have to agree. Yeah, it does help when you take notes. It was a it was a kind of an it was kind of strange kind of a strange experience. Well, I think we lost uh, Marson. But I think he might oh. have had to go. But um, what was I it? Still, I still even remember some of the doodles I drew in the margins on my notes in university. <laughs> Did sure you get a lot of art training there? <laughs> in, in your uh, doodles, I actually did in high school. I, I, I was so unengaged with so many of my classes that I think I, uh, yeah. I got most of my art training during uh, lectures in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the funny thing. It's just uh, students these days apparently are, are accustomed to a very, uh, very much an internet experience. You know, a lot of it is, a lot of the information is being conveyed electronically. And uh, that's something I was not quite uh, aware of, um, you know, but uh, it's not something I'm ready, quite ready to adopt. <laughs> explain, to, explain to them they're scuttling their own learning opportunity by expecting mm -hmm. to be spoon fed oh. they they need to um, man up and take yeah. some notes I, I think I, I assigned a, a, an amount of homework that I think some of the students might have been uncomfortable with but uh, when I look at the, what I actually assigned I didn't for a weekly class none of it was particularly um, uh, labor intensive well, if they want to be illustrators, they they had better get used to having ridiculous amounts of work on short deadlines. Oh yeah, that, that's what being an illustrator is. You do, you do more work than you're comfortable with a lot of the time. It's a, it wonder, is yeah. I wonder if you have some students in there who aren't really in the art program. Well, it's uh, a thing, and uh, maybe they were looking for an easy grade. <laughs> I don't know. All I know, well, I, the, most of them are in graphic design and in game development, which is a new track, oh, okay. of course, is available on campus. So uh, you know, I have a class of nine at the moment, and you know, uh, you know what? Probably a bunch of them are gamers who 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 think that doing art for games is like playing games. So they're in oh, for yeah. sort of a rude awakening when they find that being in the games industry is more hard work than fun and games. Well, I think by the time they're done with the course, they'll know that. Um, <laughs> there's going to be, <laughs> and they will hate you. Yes, they're going to hate my effing guts by the end of the of the course. But <laughs> I I do hope that uh, they also walk away with some serious chops, or at least a, a strong direction. I'm going. Oh man, I got McHugh this year. Oh, he is no, such a dude. hard ass. <laughs> what a McSpew assigned today. Ooh, yeah, that'll get him. He makes us take <laughs> notes in class. <laughs> I think you're gonna spew on him. He's got to be like seventy years old, that guy. <laughs> you know, one day we will be seventy years old if we yeah. survive that long. I wonder if we'll still know each other. 
Yeah. Well, you know, here, here's, I hope so. Oh, you know, one of the there was one there was one element in. Um, I'm I'm asking that each uh, each class they arrive with a one observational sketch and one creative sketch in their sketchbooks for me to to see. And th- that's that doesn't that's yeah, two sketches a week, not too much, right? No, it's like a, maybe yeah, it's not that is barely anything. Yeah. You could probably have assigned in like. 50 sketches that's about i mean that's about what 30 minutes of work perhaps over coffee if, yeah. if you're depending on what you're putting you're supposed into to it. be enjoying it too though so. yeah you know but uh <laughs> one one of the one of those students i you know bless her heart i, I think what i when she looked at what was on the board it did look like a lot of work but um what was it um i, sh- I brought in a few of my dailies and the stuff that i do in about an hour's time so I'm showing them watercolor sketches and things of this sort, and they're just. They, they, I think that 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 put them back in the uh, proper frame of mind as to what is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, for them to achieve the same results you did, it probably would be a lot of work, since they're the students and your dailies are. You know, your your especially your more recent ones are starting to look pretty awesome and stuff so it's at least uh, gives you some direction to, to follow in and certainly under making I, w- I want them to understand that there's a lot of work involved you know both professionally and in just development you know personal development it's something you continually work at but we'll see we'll see should be fun it's gonna be challenging the first lesson line we talked about line like lying to clients when you're late? You know, my wife thought the same thing when I said that <laughs> word. No, no, lions. Lions. We talked about lions. There should be a class oh, in, how to, in, in lying. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a good class for dishonest people yeah. to take. No. We, Speaking of which, we just got one from uh, uh, our friends at Mad Cat Media who oh. disappeared. Yeah. Uh, apparently... Uh, they're claiming their net went down. Ooh. Wait, who is this? <laughs> oh, wait. Then they're, now they're back They've on. returned to us. Yay. <laughs> I have. I wasn't sure how to quite join the group call, but I figured that out. So I was just snooping in the background. See if you guys would talk about us behind our back. Oh, no, oh, no. no. We, were, we were just talking about how I'm preparing to uh, mind young molds in college. <laughs> Oh, did you get a pipe? No, I didn't I get the pipe. Got... I didn't go with the pipe. In the end, I I, I wore no. just a t-shirt and regular, you know, pants were optional. But you know, You're I decided be to wear the pants. Hip and happening, professor type. That's right. <laughs> oh no, the one who tries so hard to be pals with all the students. Yeah. Says, "Hey, kids, let's rap." <laughs> oh, 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 that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh darn it I'm feeling so urban today <laughs> just to getting back onto conversation uh, Marson we were just talking about whether or not the students are aware of just how much their lives are going to suck for the next semester well I'm sure you would teach them everything they need to know so at the end of the day they're going to admire and appreciate their instructor Jeremy in a, few, wow. in a few years' time, when they when they when the wounds have healed and they long, know you know the the seething hatred has cooled a little bit, 
they'll reflect mm-hmm. upon our their our time together. <laughs> yeah, it's like an ex boyfriend or girlfriend, right? <laughs> I would like to thank Madcap Media, Marcin Migdal. Thank you. What's that? Oh, no, he is still there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, Marcin. And where can folks okay. learn more about Sketchaholic? Uh, go to sketchaholic.com and go to sketchozine.com or just Google it and you'll find us right on the first page. Excellent. Patrick McAvoy. At megaflowgraphics.com. Soccer Miles. Um, um, At gorblimey.com. Eric Lofgren. EricLofgren.net. <laughs> and Ralph Horsley. RalphHorsley.co.uk. And I am Jeremy McHugh, and I can be found at McHughStudios.com. Don't forget that we are proud members of the Visual Artist Podcast Network. You can learn more about this podcast at ninjamountain.blogspot.com. And don't hesitate to leave comments and questions there. And if you want to review us on iTunes, head on over. This look is what just- the heck was that noise? <laughs> I did a raspberry noise with my tongue. Oh, God. Cue the musication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bum, 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 bum. bum. <laughs>